All right. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to our monthly virtual chat. Today, we're going to be talking about growing your legacy with a donor-advised fund. So for me, I don't even know what that is, so it's going to be quite interesting. But before we get to our speaker today, let me do a brief introduction for Kim and Pam, if I can get that. So our virtual chats are part of Keystone Financial Readiness Program. So Kim and Pam are big into educating our clients and prospects you know, about different products and services that are out there to help you with your retirement plan. They're very passionate about helping their clients succeed in whatever their retirement and financial goals are. So they take a holistic approach and we don't just look at income planning, but they also look at uh, your legacy planning, tax planning. Um, oh, I'm missing it. Um, investment planning. Healthcare planning and income planning. There, I got it. <laughs> a little slow on the uptake today. But we do take a holistic approach and, and feel free when you contact them to talk about all areas of your life because everything is affected uh, when you go into retirement. Now, this information that we're sharing today is informational. We're not trying to sell you any product or service today. However, if there's something you hear that you like and you want to talk to either our speaker, our guest speaker, or Kim and Plant, Pam, you just give us a call and let us know. But as always, you are free to talk to your attorney and your tax advisors before making any decisions. Oops, don't want to go to that. So Eugene Choi is our speaker today. And Eugene is the Southwest Regional Director for Dunham and Associates Investment Council, Inc. So Eugene works financial planners like Kim and Pam, and he assists them with managing Dunham's Institutionally Managed Mutual Funds, Asset Allocation Program, and Dunham Trust Companies, Nevada-based trust services. There's a lot of products that Dunham offers, and he assists Kim and Pam with helping you get the most from those products and services. Eugene prides himself as a su successful amateur game show contestant and has appeared on Let's Make a Deal, Hollywood <laughs> Game Night, and Food Fighters. So some fun facts about Eugene. Eugene also has a BA in economics from the University of California, San Diego, and is a certified financial planner himself. So Eugene, I'm going to turn it over to you and let's hear what you have to, you have to talk about today. Thank you, Susan. That. Um, good morning, everyone that's chiming in. Um, my name is Eugene Choi. As Susan said, I work for Dunham & Associates. And uh, when Kim and Susan asked me to come on to talk about this, I uh, really, really felt uh, passionate about this type of uh, strategy, this type of um, product, because it creates exactly what Susan said and what the title of the presentation said of leaving a legacy. And so this is where the fun part comes in, where you're able to give back. And so um, I got really excited when they asked me to come to talk specifically about this. So I'm happy to share it with you. And so the topic of discussion today is going to be something called a donor advised fund. And what I wanted to do was go over, one, what is a donor-advised fund? Two, what are the benefits of a donor-advised fund? And then three, how does a donor-advised fund actually work? And so, uh, you know, for those of us that give to charity, whether we tithe through our church or whether we, uh, you know, just find a need that we're passionate about, let's say, you know, the earthquakes in Haiti or the, you know, any big event that happens that we want to give to, you know, we can give money there. But a donor advised fund, if you think about it as a piggy bank, think about it as a piggy bank where you put money into this piggy bank and the money stays in the piggy bank for as long as you want it to. And when you decide that you want to use the money that's in the piggy bank 
to go to whatever charities you wanted to go to, that's when you can take money out of the piggy bank to say, hey, uh, I want to give $500 to my uh, son's PTA association. I want to give $1,000 to my church because they're doing a um, mission on you know creating water wells in Haiti. I want to do uh, $5,000 to the Habitat for Humanity. The money just comes out of the piggy bank whenever you want it to, to be able to go to those charities. Now, the donor advised fund itself is a 501c, and so it is the nonprofit. So when you make the when you make the contribution into a donor advised fund, you immediately get the tax deduction. Actually, that's going into the benefits of it. So before I get to there, the what is it? It's a piggy bank or a parking lot where you park cars in there or you put money into the piggy bank and it just sits in there. And it sits in there until you decide what charities you want to give it to. And it can sit in there in perpetuity. If the money, let's say you were to put $100,000 into a donor advised fund because you uh, were very charitably inclined or you were doing it for tax purposes that Kim and Susan and Pam can also help you out with as well to do and kind of explore concepts of bunching with charitable deductions. Let's say you put in $100,000 into that donor advised fund. It's going to sit in there and it can sit in there for as long as you want. And if you pass away, your kids now get to be able to decide where that money comes out of. That piggy bank still exists, but now that piggy bank has hopefully grown and your kids now can say, oh, I want to take money out and give it to my local church or I want to take money out and give it to my local XYZ. Now, specific to our donor advised fund, and this is where I'll start to share my screen. Um, again, if uh, and Susan and Kim, can you guys see my screen just to make sure that everyone else can see it? Great. Okay. So. A donor advised fund, an extremely simple way to leave a positive impact for your family as well. Think of it almost as a simplified mini foundation without all of the regulatory requirements that are required to you know, take money out on, a, on an annual basis to file your documents to the government. This is just a simple piggy bank parking lot that you put money into and you hold it there until you decide what charities you want to give it to. And so if we go into the benefits real quick about what a donor advised fund, it provides that financial support to charities. Any money that gets put into the donor advised fund, it's money removed out of your estate. And with the estate tax exemption so high, uh, what it is right now, um, it is set to sunset in a couple of years. And so, you know, pending any changes, but this is a great way for you as well. If you're coming into a situation where you might be dealing with some estate tax issues of putting money into that donor advised fund is money being removed out of your estate. The third benefit of a donor advised fund is it empowers your children and grandchildren in the act of giving. And this is this goes back to what I was saying earlier of how the money in the donor advised fund can sit in there for as long as you want it to. Currently, there is no time limit on when the money needs to leave that piggy bank or when the money needs to leave the parking lot to actually go benefit the charity. And so if you put in X amount of dollars into the donor advised fund, just because you didn't really have a charity in mind, you're thinking, yeah, at some point I want to give to charity, but I'm not really passionate about anything right now. You can put it into that donor advised fund. You'll get the tax deduction today, and then you can wait and decide who you want to give it to. But let's say you pass away before that money has been given to the final charity. Then guess what your children get to do? 
they get to be the ones to decide where that money goes to and what charities it goes to. Now, can't go back to them, right? They can't pay themselves out of it. It's not an income to them. You have already given it to charity once the money has been put into the donor advised fund. But let's say your children completely forgot that a donor advised fund even existed, right? And they thought, oh yeah, I think my parents had something like that, but I don't know. I mean, whatever it was, right? And they pass away. Now guess who gets who uh, guess who gets to decide where that money goes to? It's the grandchildren. And so this is a legacy building type of um, giving back type of product where you set aside money to give to charity. The money in that um, donor advised fund also grows tax free. And so you are able to multiply the effects of your giving with the money being invested. Let's say you put in $10,000 into it and you didn't touch it for 10 years. That money could possibly double. And now you have an additional $10,000 to be able to bless whatever charities you want to bless to. Specific to our donor advised fund, we use a company in a 501c and a, we use a donor advised fund called University Impact. University Impact has the ability to give worldwide. And so you don't need to give just to charities domestically in the US. You have the ability to give to worldwide charities. And let me tell you a quick story of a real life example of a donor advised fund that I did with another client. These clients would go to Haiti every single year. And they uh, grew a relationship with a gentleman who over the past couple of years, they've grown to love him and trust him. And he built water wells in Haiti. And I was giving that example earlier in the beginning, but he actually did build, build the water wells. And so they were thinking, how do we help continue to support this gentleman without giving him all of this money up front, right? Because that would be foolish of us to just give him a check for X amount of dollars where we're not able to continue to help him gradually. And so they came to us and they said, hey, we have this gentleman in Haiti and this friend and we want to give him money, but we want to put it into a donor advised fund so we can give it to him over the longer period of time and that we could also grow that money in the donor advised fund. And if there's other things that we want to give it to as well, we didn't you know, lose our opportunity to bless other people or charities by because we already gave it all to the person in Haiti. And so our university impact and our donor advised fund said, okay, it's one guy in Haiti. Does he have a business or a nonprofit? No. Okay. Well, can you ask him to register in the country of Haiti um, and get registered as a nonprofit? And then we can have our committee look at it and just do our due diligence. So the client said, okay. They went back to the gentleman in Haiti and they said, hey, this is our plan. This is what we want to do for you. The Haiti gentleman now uh, registered with the country of Haiti and built his uh, nonprofit. They came back to us, gave us the documents, University Impact, our donor advice fund, went through their investment committee and said, you're good to go. And so this is an example, a real life example of being able to use a donor advice fund to give to whatever charity you want, whether it's domestic or international. Now, uh, we talked, so that's the worldwide giving right here. The tax deduction that you get, because you're putting money into a 501c, which is the university impact, and that's the donor advised fund, you get an immediate tax deduction. 
You don't get the tax deduction once you decide what charity it goes to. You get the tax deduction today when the money goes into the donor advised fund. So there's a benefit for you as well there. And this last ben oh, last benefit that's written here, there's much more benefits, but one of the last benefits that's written here is you can donate a highly appreciated asset inside the donor advised fund and eliminate the capital gains and deduct the current market value of the gift. And so I actually had lunch with uh, one of the um, employees and individuals at University Impact last week, and you can donate literally any single asset you want into the donor advised fund. Uh, they, uh, I asked him what was the most obscure asset you donated into the donor advised fund, and he said it was a yacht. And so you can donate artwork, you can donate cryptocurrency, you can donate shares of a business, you can donate real estate, right? And so if you say, hey, I have a second property or a third property, and you know, I'd rather just donate this, um, we have a way to be able to take that in. And you not only eliminate the capital gains on the growth of that real estate, let's say you're donating the real estate, but you get the deduction of the fair market value of that actual real estate. So there's a huge benefit there as well. So those are some of the benefits of the donor advised fund. Um, the legacy planning that you're able to give to your children and grandchildren, the ability to get the tax deduction today, the ability to give to pretty much any charity you want, uh, domestic or international. I'll throw in there that University Impact also can give to impact um, uh, uh, initiatives as well. And so if you, let's say, had a for-profit company that you wanted to give money to. Normal donor advised funds aren't don't allow you to take money out of the donor advised fund and give to a for-profit company. But the one that we have partnered up with University Impact and the one that Kim and Susan and Pam use, you can actually give to for-profit companies if they have impact initiatives, so long as that impact initiative is for charity. It obviously goes through the committee over at University Impact, but they have also been able to give to for-profit companies as well. So those are some of the benefits. We talk about how it works. Um, so you as the client, you're the donor. So this is going to be the donor advised fund in the name of Lydia Smith. That's my wife's maiden name. So I'm just going to use her as an example. Lydia Smith's donor advised fund. And you can call it whatever you want to call it. So if you're a business owner, you can name it under your business. And you contribute cash or any other type of asset that you want into the donor advised fund. Once the money goes in or the asset goes into the donor advised fund, you get the tax deduction and avoid any potential capital gains if you're donating a highly appreciated asset. Uh, the team over at Keystone is going to manage the assets within the donor advised fund. So their job is to grow that as large as possible to multiply the effects that you're able to eventually give when you decide what charity you want to give it to. And then Dunham, um, and uh, here over at us, we give you a really easy to use portal that allows you to be able to online decide what charities you want to give it to, when you want to donate, how much you want to put out of it. So it's a very simple process of you, again, having this piggy bank or this parking lot, so to speak, where you go online and say, I'm feeling generous. I just listened to something and I want to give $1,000 out of the donor advice fund. You just log on to the portal and say $1,000 over here. Everything happens behind the scenes where University Impact then cuts a check out to uh, that charity in the name of your honor, in the name of Lydia Smith's donor advice fund. 
So that's how it works. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, pretty much any single type of asset you can imagine we can put into a donor advice fund. Life insurance policies, cryptos, alternative investments, any type of highly appreciated asset securities, cash, private company stock, real estate, um, some monies from your IRAs, any complicated assets like patent rights, restricted goodwill, anything you can imagine, you can put into a donor advice fund. So uh, went over kind of how, uh, what it is, went over uh, the benefits and then kind of how it works. But with that, um, Kim, Susan, I'll bring it back to you and uh, see if there's any questions and let you guys take it. I do have a question for you, Eugene. Sure. So when you're talking about this, so say like my dad, so he has Alzheimer's now, but my brother's a power of attorney and, and that my brother's always looking like for some tax strategies. So as a power of attorney, could he move some of the funds? Because my dad has always been very big into his church. Absolutely. And, like um, and, and you bring up a really good point, depending on the size of that church, that church mm -hmm. might not exist in 10, 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. So being able to put it into the donor advised fund where you're able to mm -hmm. get more um, tangibly to certain initiatives that a church might do. Uh -huh. um, our church right now, uh, when I used to live in Nashville, we're building a care center for a lot of <laughs> local nonprofits. But let's say we were just kind of, we weren't doing that and we were just kind of humming along. I don't know if I would feel as inclined to want to give this huge dollar amount into the church and them not really have a use for it. Um, and so to answer your question, yes, <laughs> power of attorneys, you can put that money, take some of those funds, put it into the donor advised fund get the tax deduction and contribute the assets as you wish, as often as you wish into, uh, to that church. Okay. Thank you. And can and add to it as many times as you want, uh, as many times as you'd like. So there's no, I'll do that portal. Correct. I see we do have a few guests on the line. So I don't know if you have any specific questions for Eugene. If you do please chime on in. I have a question about uh, who decides or do the individuals that uh, donate, do they get to direct the riskiness of the investments? Uh, can you talk a little bit oh. about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the money that goes into the donor advised fund, um, that's where the client would work with the team over at Keystone and you, Kim and Susan and Pam and decide, hey, this this money that you've now put into the donor advised fund, what are your needs for it? Do you want to make sure that it just grows steadily because you don't want to risk having the money be lost? Because that is a risk in the donor advised fund as it gets invested. Let's say you put in $50,000 into the donor advised fund and we go through another scenario like 2008 or 2022 and the markets are down, that $50,000 could potentially be less. Now you've already gotten the deduction for the $50,000 when you put the money in, but the impact of what actually goes to the final charity could potentially be less. And so that's a conversation that they have with you, right? Depending on how quickly they uh, think that the assets in the donor advised fund are going to be depleted. If they're thinking, no, this is a legacy thing that I want to put aside for the next 20, 30, 40 years, then that's where they build that risk tolerance with you. And the client could direct 
hey, I want this to be in a conservative portfolio or I want this to be in an aggressive portfolio. Up to them, up to you guys. Okay. I also had a, a question about uh, where the, the charity that you're giving to needs to be a 501c3 uh, and the university impact would want their ID number or want proof that they're a 501c3 or a charitable organization? So we make it as easy as possible for you and the client to be able to um, uh, give. And so when the money gets put into the donor advised fund, we actually have a list of all the charities and the nonprofits that we know of. And so the committee can do their own research. We're not going to require and say, well, we've never heard of that one before. So why don't you actually, uh, uh, you know, give us some proof that they're a nonprofit. Now, aside from that Haiti gentleman, obviously, you know, for the international one, but um <laughs> Yeah, we make it very easy. And so there's an easy process online where, you know, the whole database of uh, the nonprofits out there, University Impact has a way to be able to find out, um, you know, if they're registered or not. And mm -hmm. while I'm talking out loud, there is actually one more benefit that I um, haven't mentioned that I've now remembered. University Impact also has a consulting side of their um donor advised fund impact. And so let's say you want to put money into the donor advised fund because you want the tax deduction, but you're not really charitably inclined yet. You're saying, well, yes, I know at some point I want to give to charity and I need this for the tax deduction or like, yeah, I'm passionate about, you know, giving back into the charity, but there's just not really anything out there right now that I could think of that I really want to help support. And so what do people do? They just default give it to the large ones out there, right? Mm -hmm. University Impact has a consulting department where they can work with you as the client, or in my case, in the example that I gave Lydia, and they can say, Lydia, what are you passionate about? Well, I really like animals. Okay. You really like animals, any certain type of animals, exotic animals, like dogs, cats, um, well, I really work. I really like dogs. You know, I have a golden doodle. And so I really like dogs, but I want golden doodles across the U.S. OK, well, here are actually some charities that you want to consider. Right. And so we can help you and help the client kind of fine tune what they're passionate about and give them some ideas of different charities that are out there that fit their specific need. And I gave a very broad one about dogs, but you can get as specific as you want. And University Impact, having the breadth of resources that they have, their mm -hmm. consulting department can say, like, I only want to give international. The U.S. is enough. I only want to take care of, you know, like the people over in the Russia-Ukraine conflict. And so, but I don't know of any nonprofits in Ukraine and, you know, it's a little shady over there. And so I want to make sure that the money that I give to this nonprofit in Ukraine mm -hmm. is actually going to help those that are displaced, right? Mm -hmm. Great. Here are some charities that we've already vetted for you that are specifically meeting that need that you have. That's great. I, what I also heard you say on that, Eugene, is like, most people, I said, if they don't know, they'll give like to the Red Cross, a large one, right? Mm -hmm. But some people like to give to smaller ones where they have more of an impact. Correct. And so your consulting team sounds like can help them. 
figure that out. Yeah, we can do it based off of size. I want to do nonprofits yeah. that are that are really small because I feel like the dollar is going to go further and be stretched right. further. Great. Mm -hmm. Here are all the small ones in your area. Uh, I mean, I don't really want to do my area. I'm, I'm actually moving. Oh. So, you know, I want to do it to uh, yeah. wh whatever it is, then we can, we can help mm -hmm. out. Okay. All right. Well, any last questions before we wrap up for today? I, I... All right. Well, thank you, Jean. This has been very informative. Like I said, I did not know what this was before we had our virtual chat today. That's one of the fun things about working with Kim and Pam and not having this financial background. I get to learn all these new things to be able to share <laughs> with others because there's so much more to your retirement than just, you know, make your income and things like that. So this has been great. I, I will be sending out an email. And Eugene, I think it's probably okay if I send this flyer with that. Oh, yeah, of course. Available yeah. for comments. Okay, so I'll send a link with the recording from today and this. And if there's any information, more information you want, just give Keystone a call or send us an email to team at keystonegroupaz.com. And we're happy to answer all your questions and, and help you. So thank you very much, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for having me. Take care, everyone. Okay, bye now.